What's up guys, this is Jason Tulio and Steve Ventu and welcome to the T2 Fight Project where we talk about all things martial culture and combat sports. Joining us for this episode of the T2 Fight Project is martial arts coach, practitioner, and owner of the Brawlers Lab in Valenzuela City, Coach Gabay Forlale. Sir, thank you for joining us. Hey guys, thank you very much for having me. Uh, it's a pleasure being invited to the podcast. Okay. So, Coach, para masimulan yung kwento natin, how did you get into martial arts? Oh, uh, medyo, medyo matagal na siya. But, uh, ang, ang number one motivation ng is because I was almost almost uh, ma hold up sa may sa may Manila when I was I was studying in Makua before I was supposed to pay my tuition that was sa underpass ng underpass ng Loton malapit sa City Hall as a post office may sumunod sa akin lalaki and for some reason I, it felt like it felt like na it's off sabi ko nakakatakot and i had the money to buy the school from kuwa so ginawa ko i i run and when i run he run he, he ran after me and i hmm. think i saw i think i saw a knife na hawak niya so the first thing i did is the first na first na hagdanan na nakita ko akyat so makita ko first na jeep na nakita ko inabot ko sa mapita ko Hmm. And it turns out, yung jeepney dinala ko sa may Divisoria area. Which is, by that time, hindi ko pa alam. So, naligaw ako. Ilang oras pa ako na kami. That particular incident gave me a realization. Eh. Sabi ko, I, I really don't want to have that feeling of, of helplessness again. Hmm. Ayoko na nang pakiramdam na if something would happen, ang una kong reaction would be to run away. So, Pagbalik ko sa skwelahan the next day, sinimish ko agad yung group exercise PE ko into martial arts. Kasi dati, pwede ka talaga mamili na. Pwede mong, uh, sa amin sa mapuwa, pwede ka mag martial arts class, mas tapakredit mo siya as, as PE. So, that that's how it started sa akin formally. So, ang PE ko sa mapuwa was taekwondo, judo, wonhuwado, saka aris. So, tuloy-tuloy na yon And hapang nag-PTA ako noon sa, sa school, that it was the time na kasikatan naman ni Steven Sigal. So, the, the martial arts, the Aikido was really, really sobrang balita, sobrang patak na patak. So, yeah, I, I, I enrolled sa, sa isang Aikido school in UN Avenue. Uh, under siya ng under siya ng Pasay, uh, Philippine Association for Sports Aikido Incorporated, na naging eventually, naging Philippine Combat Aikido under kay Master Honching Gabileño. I, I'm not sure if you've heard of him, pero isa siya mga pioneers before ng mga, mga martial arts natin sa Pilipinas, sa Aikido. Then, tuloy-tuloy ngayon, uh, from there, hindi na ako nahinto, na sobrang na-inlab na ako sa, sa pag-aaral ng, ng martial arts. Uh, that it even reaches a point na, reaches a point na mas gusto ko mag martial arts kesa mag, mag-pursue ng engineering to before. Okay. So, that's, that's how I started. So, from the start, Coach, ano pang ibang mga style na napasukan mo over time? <clears throat> even before yung college na, yung pangyayari ni sa college, may, meron ako isang kapatid na nag, nagkakahate sa Saudi Arabia. 
So, ang tawag na namin din, one pong karate. Kasi one pong, isang parang isang baril lang. Parang pag sinunto ka niya, isang block, isang suntok. Isang sipa niya, isang, isang block, isang sipa ka. So, single shot karate, katawagin namin before yun. Tapos, in high school, mayroon isang stuntman na pupunta sa eskwelahan namin, which is a public school in Bagong Silang, na ang nangyayari is pupunta siya doon, nagtuturo siya ng mga bata na mag-aral ng aris. So yun, I, I trained Arnie sa kanila. I trained karate sa, sa kuya ko before. Pero very, very, very basic. Nakakakonte. Ngayon, doon sa formal studies, yeah, I, I've done Aikido. I've done mga PE ko, lahat sa martial arts. I've done kickboxing. Uh, I've done, nag-wrestling ako. Uh, Nakikibisita ako nun sa, 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 sa Rizal or wrestling. Uh, nag- isang malamit na training ko is uh, Arnis, which is really something that I really love. And then, I've heard about Jeet Kundo. So, nakasama ako sa isang grupo na nag-JKD before. So, yeah. Yun yung mga martial arts na kanyang napasok. Okay. Uh, coach, what, ano, curious lang, what particular style of Arnis? Kasi madami yan eh. Kaya malaming system yun. Yeah, that, that's, ano, it, ito yung sistema kasi. Uh, When I was learning Ernest, I, I am fortunate enough na yung teacher ko is under sa illustrative system. Pero, galing din siya sa iba pang system ng 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 MA. So, he, naaalala ko nun kapag may mga occasion sa amin sa, sa Fairview. Sa Lagro, ah, Lagro pala, sa Lagro. Marami siyang hindi-invite na matatanda. Kung tawagin namin yun, nang, nang kikidnap kami ng mga, ng mga grandmasters, para maging guest namin, which is, yung mga kinikidnap naman, kinikidnap naman namin is mga teachers niya. Uh, Nalit ko na si, uh, si Tatay Mena, si uh, Tatay Antwa Brian, uh, sino ko pa, sila Kuya Boy, uh, ngayon, Master Boy na tawag sa Luneta, tapos, nag-train din ako kay, kay Master Henry ng Rapido Realismo. So, iba-iba eh, madami talagang system. So, personally, I don't, I don't practice a particular system na Uh, whatever I am sharing sa mga studyante ko is, is how I how I interpret na yung skills ng armies for fighting. I guess this is because uh, I I really love teaching. Hindi sinasadya. Nagkakahon ako ng sarili kong nagkakahon ako ng sarili kong sistema how to to share whatever I have with me. I love doing drills kagaya ng kagaya ng ng mga system na sa ibang bansa and I love I love Sparring a lot dahil yan yung nakasanayan. If you are if you are a boxer, if you are MMA players, kailangan may actual na acid testing ng skills mo. So, ganun yung sistema. Uh, right now, kung ang nabibisita ko nalang ngayon is yung rapid realismo kay Master Henry. Okay. Uh, of course, you, you mentioned that uh, you trained in several different martial arts, di ba? Um, was there anything different about training in those days that you don't often see anymore? Ah, yeah. You're, you're, yeah. Actually, medyo... Madaming pagkakaiba, may mga pagkakaparehas. Uh, ang, ang pagkakaparehas na ayaw kong nakikita ngayon is, is still, there is still, there is still a lot of politics between martial arts. Yun sa ngayon, sa before. It's sad to say it still exists. And it existed really bad before then. Pero yung sa pagkakaiba, dati kontento kami na ano eh, kontento kami na 
Ano ba yung, ano ba yung, there's something that, eh, na term na ginagamit namin palagi before. Kaya, before when we are going to the gym, ang terminology namin, oy pare, lalaro ka ba? Which is, right now, I, I halos hindi ko na naririnig sa mga estudyante. Ang tawag nila, magkitraining ka ba? And, psychologically, there is a big difference sa, ano, sa, sa emotions mo pagpasok mo sa gym sa training area kasi kami when it when we go to the gym maglalaro kami and it's always fun but don't get me wrong it is always hard kasi marami tayong teacher before na talagang no pain no gain din yung mentality nila tapos mas pinahihirapan ka feeling nila mas gagaling ka okay <laughs> pero ang mentality namin is when we go there maglalaro kami Maglalaro kami and I, I honestly believe the acquisition of skills is different from the concept ng I am training today kasi yung training naman is yeah, magpapaganda akong katawan magpapa, nagpapalakas ako meron development ng attributes so I think different yung ano, different yung mentality just coming into the gym yung kagad yung isang uh, personal observation So, um, sa experience mo, do you think yung mindset na yun na naglalaro kayo is better, uh, well, two things, for longevity and for skills acquisition? Uh, malaki eh. Mal- malaki yung, ano, malaki yung, malaki yung difference nun eh. Kasi, uh, unang-una, yun nga, sabi mo, longevity. Actually, isa yan sa concern ko ngayon sa mga, mga fighters natin. Uh, fighters, yun yung una kong, ano, pero eventually dun sa mga even even the casual casual uh, practitioners uh, there is this emotions that triggered na this is training I need to I need to get better I need to survive I need to defeat somebody na hindi ka gaya dati na after ensayo uh, ano during the ensayo it was it is fun pero yeah ulitin ko hindi it, you can take away yung part na ano you can't you can't discount yung 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 mga teachers yung mga sensei dati the sifu the sensei the guru the crew na naman ngayon na pagdarihinig dati yung kwentuhan with other teachers di ba sabi niya yung mga OGs talagang ang hirap pag mag-insaya sa kanila pero I honestly believe even the OGs had fun a lot of fun during their times kasi na, yun, alam ko yun ang yun ang terminologist namin eh ang sabi na yung mag-iinsayo pa inyo, parang maglalaro ako mamaya, pupunta ka ba? That, that's how we, how we do it. Eh. So, yeah, I guess there's a big difference. Iba yung, iba yung darating ka ng relax ka, iba yung darating ka na ang mindset mo is, this is gonna be fun. Iba yung mindset na, na baka bu- hindi, hindi ako, hindi ako bubugin kasi the people I'm, I'm training with is nakikipaglaro sa akin. Yeah, eh, meron siguro talaga. It could be direct or it could be a very subtle pero I honestly believe there is a difference. I guess, Coach, parang mga kwento yun ng mga magulang natin. Ayun, panahon namin, mas mahirap. Ganun. Pero alam mo naman, nag-enjoy it sila, di ba? Hindi naman lahat yeah. paghihirap. <laughs> siguro, siguro. Oh, yeah. Uh, not, this, not, not, not taking away anything from the uh, newer generation. Uh, gusto kong, gusto kong i- ibigay naman sa new world generation na man, yung evolution ng martial arts is sobrang tindi ngayon. Sobrang abilis ang mga sobrang hirap kalabon ng mga bata. Sobrang technical. Sobrang powerful nila. 
Kaya kaya, during our times, it was efficient, it was good, it was effective sa panahon natin. Sa, oh, sa panahon namin. <laughs> ah, hindi ko na mo madamang sa age ko. Kaya, yun yung, yun yung tingin ko. I think it's, talagang malaking factor is kung ano din yung, ano din yung environment na ginagalaman. Yung panahon na iniikutan mo na ginagalap na, na kung saan ka nag-i-exist at that moment. Yeah, of course, and your, your mindset when you are training. So, Coach, you mentioned before na iba-ibang style mga pinasukan mo, you rattled off some names sa mga um, nagturo sa inyo. Who would, you say, who would you say or who among them had the biggest influence in terms of the way you teach and train today? The best, uh, the, the, the biggest influence. Hmm. Uh, meron kasi itong ano, meron akong isang observation sa sarili ko. Uh, If you would check yung estudyante ko dati sa estudyante ko ngayon, tapos kung ang pag-iusapan natin is yung curriculum na ibinigay ko, magkaiba na, di ba? Pero kahit sabihin mo parehas yung curriculum na yan, magkakaiba yung attitude ko when I was teaching them kasi nagbabago din yung pananay ko sa buhay. I think this is something, ano, this is something na uh, kailangan maintindihan ng mga, uh, what you call this, ng mga instructors or ng mga estudyante na gustong maging instructor in the future. I guess everybody have heard have heard yung politics ng sino ba yung dapat ano? Sino ba ang dapat na maging maging tagapagmana ng whatever martial arts, whatever whatever system na na meron sa isang ano di pa sa isang isang style. Ah uh, I would like to give an example sa Aikido para mas mabilis natin mabuhay. Uh, yung O-sensei, the great founder, the, the great teacher ng, ng Aikido, ang naging, may panahon siya na very hard yung style niya kasi nanggaling siya sa Aikido Jiu-Jitsu, which is a very hard style. Nung panahon yun, nung, nung panahon bata pa siya, lahat ng tinutuhuan niya, nasasaktan, mahirap, and very, very, although with, with, with respect sa sinabi niya ng, I will use your energy against you, very powerful siya kasi bata pa siya. Then, nung nagkaroon ng panahon na nagkaroon ng World War II, yung founder ng Aikido, nag-hermit sa, sa mountains, wala siyang kainsayo, ang naging focus ng training niya is the sword, the Aiko, uh, Aiki, Aiki Ken. So, iba naman yung naging focus ng estudyante niya doon. Then, there was a time na matanda na siya, hindi siya physically strong, but he was able to find a way na hindi ko pala kailangan pwersahin yung tao. Yan yung sinasabi niya na konting galaw lang, use his energy against him, matutumbanin yung kalaban. So, imagine those three phases ng buhay niya. Iba-iba yung estudyante niya. Sino nga yung sa tatlong estudyante ang magiging pagdadala ng actual Aikido? All of them. Sa iba-ibang panahon nga lang. Sino nga yun yung pwede mag-play na ako yung tumanggap ng buong knowledge? Wala. Diba? So, ganun din yung fucking. Ah, uh, nagbabago yung ano ko eh nag nagbabago yung approach ko dahil depende sa mga naging teachers ko there was a time na with, with respect kay kay Sir Odi si Sir Odi is yung teacher ko sa sa JKD FMA na unang nag-focus sa akin doon dahil med military background siya military yung approach ko hindi ko sinasadya na pag konting pagkakamali ng estudyante drop yun yung number one ko reaction drop ibig sabihin push up ka na agad 
Well, I was taught that way. Diba? So, eventually, nung napay, napay talag sensei naman ako, lahat na lang ng ano, yung sistema, pag, 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 yun lang yung rest niya. Kasi, eh, ang, 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 kung hindi problema, hindi ko kailangan problemahin. Kung kaya ko bago, hindi address ko. Pag hindi, let it be. So, ganun na yung nagiging turo ko. So, nagbabago. Ah, uh, when it comes to the actual influence, madam, ano yun, depende sin sa panahon na, na, na what you know this, na kung sino yung teacher ko din. Yung panahon na nag-grow pa ako. Right now, siguro ang, ang pwedeng sabihin na pinakabalaking influence ko at this particular moment is mga studyante ko na. It's not the teacher anymore. Kasi ang adjustment ko nandun na sa students. Eh. Diba? Uh, it can't be helped. Mar- my, my martial arts now is actually actually commercialized na kasi may gym na ako. So, hindi ko na pwedeng basta sabihin sa sigante pagkamali ka, drop, push up. Makaiwanan na ako niyan. Pwede ko sabihin na kung iniwanan niya ako, hindi siya kakapat-dapat na sigante, eh, eh, hindi ba siya kakapat-dapat pero how would I put food on, the, on my table para sa family ko. So, do, right now, ang number one influence ko ay honestly believe sa my, my own students. Kung ano din yung hinahanap nila, kung ano din yung gusto nilang makita sa akin, Yeah, I, I guess that's that that's gonna be that's who I am right now. Before is the teach the teachers right now biggest influence for yeah my students. Oh, coach, considering na uh, it's your students, the right? So, what's your personal coaching philosophy to get the best out of your fighters or clients? Wow, uh, getting the best out of them. Uh, Totoo naman na ngayon na ano eh, na there's gonna be a lot of fighters that will be coming over to your gym na meron ng background. It's gonna be very, very rare and you're gonna be very, very lucky if you find somebody na, na from zero who drop back to your gym, ask to learn, pay, pay you to learn, then you will see a potential, then you grow with him until umabas sa puntong yan, you will compete. It, it happens, pero it's kind of rare at the moment. So most of my students will come in na may background. Okay? This, they, they, they don't transfer, but they would like to cross-train with me. So, number one philosophy is, I'm not gonna change you kung ano yung personal choice ko. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna try to improve what you already have. Let's work on it. Then let's just make some adjustment. Uh, madami nga ako naging sugyante na ang number one background is Taekwondo. Why would I change their kicks into Muay Thai if they are efficiently using their Taekwondo kicks? Even if I wanted to say na Muay Thai kicks are more devastating, Muay Thai kicks has leg kicks, you know? You can, like, take the people can do leg kicks then. You just have to teach it to them. Hindi mo na kailangan tanggalin what they already have. Hindi mo kailangan tanggalin. You can improve on it. Pero, on the psych, psychological level, approach level, or the philosophical, philosophical side, I would always ask them to empty their cups. You've heard about it. It's a, very, it's a philosophy na very, very, na kumapit sa amin dahil sa training ng Ms. JKD. So coming over, you wanted to learn, you empty your cups. Kasi you cannot, you cannot accept whatever I am offering you na inumin kapag puno na yung baso mo. Di ba? 
kung hindi mo gusto yung, yung binibigay ko sa'yo ngayon, eh, at, at the very least, you can say na, na testing ko, etikman ko, at hindi ko pala gusto. Then you can go back to whatever you're drinking to ano mo yung iniinom for. Then use it again. So, I guess that's, that's, that's how I handle my students. And yeah, I, I am still very much, very much into the, to the idea na it's, they are my students. Hindi sila kliyente. Malaki yung, malaking philosophical difference ng para sa akin. Diba? Uh, kapag, especially if you're gonna be a fighter. Kapag, kapag studyante ka lang kasi, uh, malaki yung, malaki yung hold dun sa part na kasi pinagkakapitaan kita. Pero kapag fighter ka, I have to, I have to, to hone you, I need to get you ready for a certain goal. Kailangan, kailangan may makuha tayong goal. So, different siya sa akin. Yeah, that's it. So, you touched on there about coaching fighters. So, uh, background nyo, medyo traditional. How did you get into mixed martial arts and coaching mixed martial arts fighters? I, I, I have to blame, I have to blame Coach Mike Bunag for that. <laughs> Si Coach Mike Bunag is a Muay Thai MMA fighter. Uh, I think his sa background niya is low yan. Then he went to MAP. Then naging, naging isa sa mga fighters din ng fist gym before. During that, time, during that time niya, binuksan ko yung gym ko. My original idea is I am building a self-defense training facility. Yan yung totoo. I am building a self-defense training facility. Gusto ko, self-defense ang focus, anti-bullying things, that those are the things that I have in mind. Then si Coach Mike Bunag was studying, I think nakakuhol siya sa past, uh, a dentistry student sa Fatima. Nakita niya yung facility, nakita niya yung gym, tapos umakit siya. And the first thing he did was, he asked us directly, walang paligay-ligay kung sabi niya lang, uh, sir, pwede po ba ako magdala ng kliyente ko dito? I will taper the time whatever. So, so. Pero para lang may mapag-isayuhan kami malapit sa gym. And I, and I respected the guy for that. Kasi ang dami ko nga maakit doon before, magpapanggap na walang background kasi iniispiyahan lang yung gym. Nag-iispiya lang, titignan kung mahunong ba talaga yung teacher, sino ba yung, ba, sino ba yung teacher dyan, ano ba yung background dyan. Tapos, ganun lang yung ginagawa. Magtatanong, yung spouse might kunag, he went up there at ganun siya siya be. Gusto niya magturo, magdadala sa kliyente, paano daw ba sharing, whatever. So sabi ko, sige, pwede. Tapos umiando na siya, nagkaroon na ngayon ng opportunity na, oh yeah, kung ako compete ka. So I guess, parang okay na ulit mag, mag-insayo. Mag, mag-insayo to compete. Then, although ang first competition namin is not, ano, is not, is not striking. Ang first competition namin is uh, submission wrestling. Uh, so, pero yung, yung nabuhay yung idea na pwede palang mag-compete, uh, maging sport, sports side kami. Naumpisa ni Coach Mike Bunag yun. Tapos, we started, siguro nakaka-three months pa lang kami sa gym, nagtitraining ng submission wrestling, naimbitahan na kami ni Maestro Rene Ross para sa Bulgarian Open, para sa Submission wrestling. Uh, I sent, I sent tatlong, no, four players and we were able to bring them on tatlong medals for that. Hindi ko na maalala kung ano. 
Pero yeah, so, so far so good. Doon na nabuhay yung, ano, doon na nabuhay yung competitive side ng engine. Uh, eventually, we start getting uh, getting mga coaches na din sa labas. Dati kasi nung bang, bagong bukas yung gym ko, talagang ako lang lahat. Kasi nga, the facility was just a 70 square meter na facility. Kasama doon ang CR, kasama doon ang lounge. Imagine kung gano'ng kaliit yung training area. Tapos swerte naman na after seven months, we moved to as 250 square meters na training area. Kasi dito, 250 square meters. So, we, we almost quadruple the size ng, ng training namin. So, I need to I need to bring in coaches na. So, nagpasok na ako ng, ng mga coaches. So, Coach, curious na ako doon you touched on submission wrestling. Um, I know recently you got your purple belt in Jiu-Jitsu. Congratulations. Oh, yeah. okay. Thank you, thank um, you. Pero, I mean, I guess prior to that, Jiu-Jitsu wasn't your background. It was submission yeah. wrestling. Was it more catch yeah. wrestling? Was it, ano yung ba, ano yun? Classic uh, submission wrestling. Uh, there was a time kasi that, ano, that uh, si Sipo Richard Bustillos, ng, Sipo Richard Bustillos, JKD, yes. Uh, nagpukunta siya sa UP para mag-conduct mm. seminar. Okay. Doon kami umaattend. And ang mga certification dati is kung ilang hours of training lang talaga ang na, na, natatanggap mo. Uh, I'm not really sure kung paano ngayon yun. Uh, dati kasi, ang bawa, ang seminar is five, uh, libang oras na kong seminar. Sa actual certificate mo nakalagay doon na five hours of training. So, hindi ako nagkakamali, after 20 hours yata, bibigyan kami ng, ng associate instructorship Kasi ang konsepto, ang konsepto is uh, to learn, you have to teach. Malaking, malaking factor na pa-share mo yung knowledge para ikaw din mag-i-improve. So, gano'n yung nangyari sa amin, yung ma? Ang teacher ko sa, ang teacher ko sa, sa FMAC, si Sir Odi, isa uh, sa mga JKD, is gano'n din. Uh, ganun yung ganun yung na-impart sa amin. We strike, we, we do weapons, we grapple. Ang ang number one concept na namin ng Victor is from striking, we trap, we trap, we take down, we take down, we submit. Yun yung number one idea namin. And if you are a follower ng JKD before, uh, that, is, that is something na very, very common uh, sa, sa training methodology ng, ng Inosanto system. I think it is because of it is because of Larry Hartzell. And surprisingly, Larry, Hart, Larry Hartzell is, it turns out, a catch wrestler pala. I, I found that interesting eh. Kasi ako, my personal journey, nag-start ako in a JKD-like school, Inosanto lineage din. So, it's very familiar. Yung, uh, this, was in, this was in Australia before. Okay. And under kay Nino Pila, one of Inosanto's students. So, oh, nice. isa sa mga students ni Nino. Um, before. So, wala. Na-interest lang ako dun sa, ano yan. Ganun nga yung tinuturo sa amin. Strike, and then yung Wing Chun style na paksaw, lapsaw. Yes, yes. And I still use that sa, kahit sa Muay Thai ko. Even with okay. my kickboxing, I still use the trappings ng, trappings ng Wing Chun. Although, it's, everything's modified na din. Uh, I, you have to modify it to make it, to make it still effective. Otherwise, mabubugbog ka talaga ng Muay Thai, kakain ka ng madaming elbows eh. Yun yung problema kapag hindi mo may na-defy yung trappings ko. 
Oh, sorry coach, wala ako JK di background. It's something lang naman ano, na, na, na pagdaanan before and yeah. I think that my biggest takeaway with JKD is yung, yung, yung philosophy yan na ano, yun, uh, take whatever is useful, reject what is useless, uh, add to it what is specifically your own. Diba? Yun yung, yun yung palaging ano, palaging pag binigyan ka tanggap, pag maayos tanggap, pag hindi siya maayos, dispose mo. Ngayon, whatever you've learned, you have to take into account yung personal mong attributes kung gagana ba siya sa'yo o hindi. Kasi I, I can I can teach you a lot of my... I, I, ako personally, I love throwing punches. I can jab. Mahilig ako mag-jab kasi nga, ang haba ng kamay ko. Uh, para sa Pilipino, ba't mahapa yung hand ko? Uh, pero if I, I'm gonna try that kind of pose, I can teach you sa isang studyante ko na 5-2 tapos makakalaban sa isang 5-6, 5-7 it won't work diba? so hindi ko ipagpipilitan yun so I guess that's the biggest takeaway ko sa GPT kung ano yung kung ano yung gagana sa'yo yun yung manasa so as a coach ba how did you witness the game evolve diba? from early style versus style 2 today pardon? pardon? so parang how did you how did the game evolve from style versus style 2 today to today? yung ah uh, Well, ako ang 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 personal na observation ko diyan is ano eh, is yung evolution talaga ng martial arts is dahil sa rule sets na ibinibigay. Okay? Hindi hindi issue hindi hindi problema yung ano eh, hindi problema yung mas magagaling ba sila ngayon? Mas mas harabas ba silang mag-isayo, mas mas focus pa sa strength, mas focus pa. Ang, ang honest to goodness na, na, na sabi ko yan is, uh, yung, yung difference ng rule set na ibinigay ngayon, yun ang dahilan ba't nag-e-evolve yung martial arts. Remember that time na, na ang boxing natin, I don't know if you can remember this, pero I think sa panampayata nila Onyok Binasco, is yung boxing gloves nila, blue sa, sa Olympics blue at white uh, blue at red di ba pero yung blue may white sa dulo may white may white talaga tapos yung red ah, yeah. i remember that ang, yeah, yeah. ang, ang rationality behind it is kapag naidikit mo yung white na yon sa mukha sa katawan ng kalaban i-score ka dati hindi pa mandatory 10 na 10 points o usapan sa boxing kaya makikita mo dati sa boxing amateur Mayroon 22-16-18, ganun yung score, score, number of punches landed na dumikit yung white gloves, yung white part ng gloves. Paano binago nun yung laro? Naalala nyo dati ang amateur, ang natural stance niya is extended. Mas mahaba yung guard. Kasi mas mahaba ang guard mo, hmm. mas madali mong idikit sa kanya yung putting side. And i-score ka. You don't even have to knock out the guy. Kailangan mo lang idikit. Pero pag lumipat ka sa professional, kailangan idikit mo kasi lahat ng suntok pas loaded ng power. Iba kasi yung method to win from the amateur to the pro. So, doon, nag-e-evolve yung laro. Gets? Yep. So, yun yung nagbabago. Uh, sa jiu-jitsu, sa jiu-jitsu, bakit ngayon mas madaming birimbulo, mas madaming kung ano-ano? Because, Uh, kailangan nilang kailangan ah, sorry sinasamantala nila yung opportunity na pwede kong humawak dito at hindi ako hindi ako 
hindi ako aawatin ng referee even I have if I hold on those sides. Yes? Kaya pwede kong gawin yung mga makapagong techniques na ginagawa ngayon ng, ng, ng jiu-jitsu ng BJJ. And it's not a bad thing. And that is that is a really good way to how do you call this? Uh, take advantage of the whole sets. Parang dati from the side control pag na-sweep pag naka-escape naka naibalik ko sa side control two points ka ng dalawang two points sa magkasunod. Ngayon hindi na pwede kailangan it would take time or whatever the rule set is. So yan yung personal uh, observation. The changes that happens sa, sa martial arts, especially in the MMA, is evolution din ng, ng rule sets. Nagbabago yung rules, magbabago yung martial arts. Kasi nga naman, you wanted to win it. And there's, there's the only way to win, especially if we're talking about MMA. It's judge decision or uh, judge decision or knockout. Pag hindi mo na knockout, automatic judge decision. So judge decision, ano yung mga kailangan mong i-exploit? Kailangan ikaw nakapag-takedown, ikaw nakapag-cage control, ikaw nakapag-ground control, ikaw ang humawak ng space. Bakit galit na galit tayo kay GSP dati? Dahil ang boring niya maglaro. He exploited the, he exploited the whole set. Di ba? Nagbabago yung lang po. Bakit sa K1, ipinagbawal yung... Uh, Tama ba? Sa kanila ba, sa kanila ba yung pinagbawal yung, yung tuhod na naka-clinch? Diba? Since, oh, there part. was a time. Uh, Oo. Sino ba yung, yung pinaka-nakakatakot yung malaking guy na pag nakahawang at tinuhod yun ang dalhawang-hawang ni ulo? Hindi na makatapos. Nakatakot. Ubirin ba? Oo. Oh. Kasi overing. Uh, o, oh, diba? See, those things, pag nag-change yung rule, palit agad, palit ka agad ng estilo. So, the, the rule says changes makes, makes things different for the, for the fighters. Okay. Uh, if you would bring, if you would bring the fighters of today, dalhin mo sa fighters natin dante at sa whole set na dante, baka mahirapan. I'm not saying matatalo, mahirapan. Kasi iba yung whole set na pinagdadaanan. The same time na yung old school fighter dalhin mo ngayon, malamang, malamang ma-technical out agad siya. Malamang ma-disqualify agad siya. Dahil sa different whole sets naman ang nalang mo. Uh, Yeah, that, that, that's that's one that's one way now calculating ng kaya. Okay. So, coach, do you think that's why wrestling became the dominant style because of the rule set? Because it's about UFC. It's what? What? Uh, do, do you think that's why wrestling became the dominant style with the current rule set? Because it's in the UFC cage control, you keep them in the cage. Pero that in pride, it was more beneficial for strikers. Eh? So, do you think wrestling? True. True. So, do you think? Uh, Wrestling dominating dahil doon sa whole set. Malaking factor yun. I honestly believe, malaking, malaking factor siya. Uh, pero hindi na, hindi na rin ano eh. Hindi na rin kasi uh, nasolo ng wrestling yung skill set na yun. Uh, dahil nga, dahil nga kaya na ng ano, kaya na ng, dahil nga sa cross-training, dahil nga sa mga coaches na, 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 na nagkakahunan ng ideas, especially especially yung mga open-minded na coaches na ayos na lahat eh nagkakahon na ng nagkakahon na ng watchdogs ng cross training ng 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 cross pollination ng 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 skills ng 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 techniques ng knowledge so hindi na dominated lang ng ng wrestling a lot of BJJ players ngayon magagaling ng 
magagaling na mag-take down. Lahat, or kung hindi mo magaling mag-take down, nade-delay niya na yung, yung techniques to, ng wrestler. Kasi ang kailangan lang naman niya is, is maintindihan ano ba yung primary objective ng wrestler to take him down. Diba? Same, same with the strikers. Ang daming strikers na hindi, they can't hold their own sa ground. Pero, pero hanggang hindi mo siya naibababa sa floor, he's gonna be dictating the game. Diba? It's gonna be a thing It's gonna be always a question ng 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 sino yung makakapagdala doon sa laro na comfortable siya or na may, na may advantage siya. Okay, so you touched on there about strikers, coach. I, as a coach, how do you say a fighter comes to you with a pure striking background like a Muay Thai or ano, syempre, you want to keep them on the feet kasi nandun yung strength nila. How do you modify the more traditional striking styles like Muay Thai and boxing to fit into MMA? May changes ba yun sa stance, sa techniques? Uh, definitely. Definitely. Uh, walang pwede kasing ano eh. Wala kasing pwede mag-claim ng, 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 ng ultimate strength when it comes to, to fighting is up sa MMA. Even the best MMA, uh, best wrestlers could get out-wrestled by somebody na nag-aral ng wrestling during the time na nag-MMA lang siya. Kasi, remember this, every martial art has their, has their good points, has their strong points, but they also have a bad habit pagdating sa ibang martial arts. Muay Thai has a really good clean, sobrang tindi. Pero what's their bad habit? Madalas ang stance nila, magalapit yung paan nila. It's a lot easier to take them down if you could, if, if you could take the fit. And this, over. Uh, let's talk about BJJ. BJJ has a plethora of, of submissions, of sweeping everything. What's the what's 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 the initial thing? I'm not saying this is uh, this is a, uh, a catch-all thing, but what's the initial thing? You can say bad things to kanila. You're very comfortable on your back. That's bad. You're gonna be taking a lot of ground and pounding if you are too comfortable. Okay? Wrestlers, wrestlers, hindi pa kukuha yung back ng sa floor. They would scramble over. Ano problema nila? They expose their back. Sobrang expose naman sa, 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 sa gilip in or sa, or sa rear naked choke. So, walang, 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 walang absolute. So, if I will have a white tie fighter, I'm gonna be asking that, that person to make adjustment. Pero ito yung, ito yung keyword natin dito. Ito yung ano natin, secret natin dito. Hindi mo siya ipapa-adjust ng isang araw. Kasi if you try to do that, if you will be going against years and years of his training na ang mangyayari is ang automatic na reaction is to go against it. Kapag nagkaroon na nakagat sa, sa, sa mind niya na that's wrong, ito yung, ito yung comfortable, dito ako, dito ako magaling. Automatic, meron ka ng resistance. It's gonna be harder for you to to technically change that. Okay. Again, here's the point. I'm not gonna be changing. I'm gonna be adjusting. Hindi pwede kasi talaga na, na pure Muay Thai stance ka. Kailangan ko talaga mag-open up ng konti. Kailangan mas maging, mas magkaroon ng focus na kamay. Remember how, how, how a typical Muay Thai match is being judged? Ang laki ng puntos, pagpaa, binagamit. So, pag nakita mo ang Muay Thai fighters, they would use a lot of feet. That's gonna be a problem. Mas madaling saluhin yung paa kaysa sa kamay. 
So I need them to learn how to strike. And the, the punches are a lot, a lot more effective in keeping, keeping your opponent at bay pagdating sa MMA na nausapan. Diba? So those are some, some technical adjustments that you have to, you have to do. Make your, make your Muay Thai fighters more comfortable with throwing punches. Make them, make them adjust. This, this is a cliche. Make them have those micro-adjustments sa paa. Diba? Tapos, teach them, teach them to react to, 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 to visual stimulus ng, ng pag, pag-atami sa kanila. Uh, madami kasi eh. So, it, it's kind of complicated, pero, I, I honestly believe it has to be a small thing at a time. Dahan-dahan. So, uh, malabo yung, ano, malabo yung, coach, I'm, 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 I'm a Muay Thai fighter. I need to fight next month. Tapos, kailangan ko ng resting. That's gonna be a problem. So, hindi pwede yung, hindi pwede ganun. We can, we can help, pero, it's gonna be, it's gonna be an uphill battle. Nabibigyan mo ako ng one month to train for, to adjust you against the wrestle. Kung sakasakali nga, pag gano'n na sistema, I would just tell you na, kapag hindi inap yung time, just improve your striking so much na you don't, you don't bother with the wrestling anymore. Shit, kung sakasakali, pag ang takedown defense na lang, magsasawa ka sa akin sa stall. Magsasawa ka ng stall just to, to bring your hips away from your opponent. Siguro gano'n ang mangyayari. So, Coach, moving on from striking, you're someone with a strong wrestling background. Um, do you see that being as a weakness dito sa Philippines sa MMA yung wrestling? Uh, well, I, I don't have ako, ako, I'll be very honest, hindi ako ganun kakusay ng wrestler. It just turns out na kung konti talaga kasi nagtuturo ng wrestling sa Pilipinas. Kung konti yung nagtuturo. Tapos ako, I'm a big enthusiast na talaga ng wrestling. And I love it. I, I love, I love the idea ng grind ng 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 no ability to stay on top no keeping your base really really good para mag stay on top ka so hindi ako kagaya nila nila coach Ruel na decorated Ruel Pasional sobrang decorated na na wrestler even si Mugen si si Strigel those are the wrestlers diba uh, nagkataon lang na I have a gym na, and I love wrestling and I'm sharing it and right now meron anong Ang, ang swerte ko lang talaga na I'm under sa sa grupo ni Sipu ni Professor Guy Chase so anyway when you're talking about wrestling kulang pa sa atin yes kulang sa atin ang babaw ng wrestling ng Pilipinas so if only I if only I was given a, yung more chances na makapag-insayo ng wrestling I'd take it eh kaso dati nakaka-limited ng time eh Napaka-punti. Uh, I was a college student in Makuma. Pupunta ka ng Rizal para makasingit ka ng isayo. And babalik ka sa school. Siguro once every, what? once every two weeks, ganun lang yung kaya ng budget ko. Hindi ka gaya ngayon na okay, kapag okay na yung may budget ka na, or may makita ka mga gym na ano, ang daming, excuse yung term, yung gym sa bawat kanto, na kahit pa paano, mayroon ng access to those kind of knowledge. Kahit hindi pa malinis, kahit hindi pa perfecto, available na siya. And that's what we, what we lack right now. Uh, 
sa Amerika, bawat eskwelahan halos, may wrestling program. Pago ka umakit sa mataas na level ng division mo, uh, maglalaban-laban kayo sa school, maglalaban-laban kayo sa district, sa division, sa region, sa state, bago ka mag-nationals. Imagine kung ilang laban ka bago ka i-declare na champion, bago ka bago makuha yung highest level ng... Eh sa atin dito ngayon, meron tayong walong wrestling... Uh, Siyempre kapag meron kung apat na wrestler sa classroom, sa, sa gym, tapos sila sila lang yung maglalaban. Meron ka ipapadal sa labas, ano ang, ano ang, ano ang opportunity ng wrestling sa labas? Sa Pilipinas, wala. Kaunting-kaunti. Ngayon, yung, initi- yung initiative ng ng PIMAC, yung Philippine Mixed Martial Arts Association Federation, ah, daya, ah, ba? Professional Mixed Martial Arts Federation pala. Something like that. I, I forget yung meaning. Sila nag-hold na sila ngayon ng, nag-hold sila ngayon ng mga wrestling competition. And that's good. That's what we've been waiting for. That, was, that is what the Philippines need. Yung sawap natin, punting-punti yung ano, punting-punti yung mga kalaro. Diba? Hindi, madalas pagkakalaro lang sila kapag mag-selection ng national team. Sayang. Ang nasa, nasa wrestling team lang talaga is yung mga, ay, ay, ang sibilid, meron naman pala tayong mga, ano, mga, mga eskwela na may mga wrestling program, pero nakakakunti. Sayang naman, diba? So, hulang tayo. Hulang na hulang tayo. And, kaya nga, kaya sa Pilipinas, ang dominance ng grappling arts natin nasa jiu-jitsu. Kasi ang dami na natin school sa Pilipinas. Ang dami na nagtayo ng gym. Ang dami na nagtituro. Uh, marami ng... There was a time na even a blue belt is allowed if we to teach. Diba? And that's really good. That helped a lot sa Pilipinas na meron na nakakakunti na, na ng black belt pa natin dati. Diba? So... Yan yung, yan yung naging maganda sa movement ng, ng, ng jiu-jitsu. Nagtahon talaga sila ng magandang, magandang exposure, madaming, madaming eskwelahan available, madaming competition. Gaganda talaga yung, yung art. Kaya ang jiu-jitsu players natin, class, ang laban din talaga. Diba? Ilang best na pa tayong pumasok sa ASEAN Games. Ilang jiu-jitsu player na ba natin nag-compete na rin sa ibang bansa. So yeah, the exposure na kailangan ng wrestling is hindi kagaya ng nadibigay sa portion na meron sa, sa jiu-jitsu. Salam lang. Uh, going back to your background about Philippine martial arts, do you find that foundation useful for training MMA fighters? Yeah, yeah. Actually, ayan, uh, ang, something that I, I really love with the Philippine martial arts is the drills. Uh, Jason, you've been, you've been with JKD and you've, you've tried the FMA. Basta uh, Inusanto style na JKD. Basta uh-huh. Inusanto system. Automatic nagbabastan tayo doon. Right? Mm, automatic yes. mayroong part na nagbabastan. Mm-hmm. The very big part ng very big uh, part ng training natin sa Arnis is drills. Mm-hmm. Maglalaho tayo from the ba- pinaka-basic na sinawali to the, to the single sticks, to the stick and dagger, tapos, one thing na mapapansin mo, yung drills, pag ako yung nag-open ng drills, pag uumpisa ako, iikot sa ating dalawa, mamaya, mag-uumpisa yung drills, ito na yung pag-i-initiate. 
umiikot lang na umiikot yung drills. And that's something that I really love. Kasi umaandar yung training na nakukuha mo yung pattern ng movement, na ibabatong mo yung mga combinations mo, nang hindi na kailangan uminto in between. Yan yung ginagamit ko ngayon sa pag-training ko when it comes to my striking. I really love the concept of uh, combinations in odd numbers. Ang nakamadali is yung trilogy, tatluhan. Tatlong suntok, tatlong suntok, nagbabalikan. Actually, uh, uh, yan yung basis ng, ng seminar sa striking na ginagawa ko. Uh, yung, it's, it's a striking protocol. It's one of my seminars. Sorry, nag-plug uh, <laughs> ako. Pero yeah, importante yung concept ng, ng drills ng, na ginagawa na sa FMA when I'm teaching sa striking arts ko. Uh, it, it makes it makes things easier para estudyante matuto. Hindi dahil nagkakabisado lang siya, but rather because it's, uh, how do it's implanting, it's actually programming uh, a neural, uh, yung, yung, yung movement sa katawan mo nang hindi ka na masyadong nag-iisip. Actually, I have a student na ang, ang ugali niya is, pag sinabi ko, let's do, let's say, let's do a palis-palis drills. Ang-anis na drills yan. Sabi niya, I, I can't remember, hindi ko alam. Gawin mo nga, umpisahan mo. Tapos, magpo-flow lang siya with it. And it happens. Hindi ko, hindi ko kailangan ng, hindi ko kailangan sabihin yung techniques sa kanya. Pero dahil naging no, nataka normal sa kanya ng drills, it just flows out. Yan, uh, it's been a habit of mine na mga strict, strict training stuff in the drills. Uh, binibigyan ko siya ng conversion into, into striking with punches, with kicks. Kaya medyo magkadikit na magkadikit talaga yung FMA natin sa kanya. Yung FMA sa kanya striking arts ko. So, Coach, bilang someone who's involved in in the industry, in the fight team, what do you see as being the next big evolution dito sa Pilipinas, sa mixed martial arts natin, sa level natin? What do you think is going to be the next big thing? Wow. Tough one. Tough one. Uh, I, I can't make any prediction ng evolution, pero I have something in mind that I honestly believe would make things better for, for the Philippine MMA scene. I think it's, it's, it always boils down to the grassroots program. Kailangan balitan yung grassroots. Uh, walang, 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 uh, lahat maganda ang idudulot nung umpisahan natin ng maaga sa baka. Uh, it doesn't matter if it's gonna be Muay Thai or boxing or wrestling or jiu-jitsu. It will always uh, give us a fruit na matamis kapag naupisahan sa bata. Importante lang na dapat ng coach is mangunong makipag-usap sa mga bata. Para, of course, yung, kasi ano yan eh, uh, it, it can't be helped. Marami pa rin magkakos. Yeah, you're teaching violence to the kids. Maybe sa atin, hindi natin nakikitang violence yun dahil nga, sabi nga natin, it's, it's gonna be a lifestyle that they would na mag-i-ingrain sa kanila ng magandang habit eh. Not to be bullied and not to bully. Diba? Pero still, may mga taong hindi maintindihan yun na violence yan. So dapat ingatan natin na huwag tayong ma-interpret as such. So dapat maalis yung coach. 
dapat maayos yung program. When I say maayos yung program, dapat uh, kahit gano'ng kaganda yung intention ng prospect, gano'ng siya kabayit, gano'ng siya kagaling. Kung hindi tama yung program na ibinibigay, medyo sasablay tayo. Uh, in what way? It's gonna be hard to teach kids ng competitive, ng competitive na techniques at an early age. Ang kailangan ko ituro sa kanila is the foundations, the fundamentals, you have to teach them and let them enjoy it. Remember, anything that we enjoy, we tend to do more. Diba? <laughs> anything na pag-feeling mo, kabaho na, feeling mo, it's gonna, you're gonna be, you're gonna be, slowly, or sometimes people would suddenly, mag-cold dirty, ayoko na. Especially sa bata. Kaya ang hirap ibalik ng bata kapag nagsimulang umiyak na yan na, pag sinabi mo, gagaling tayo, bumatay sa insayo, Iniyakan ka na, ay paano pa pipilitin mag-insayo? So, yeah, I think it goes back again na, lika, maglalahudong kayo sa ano, maglalahudong kayo sa gym. And a simple a simple psychology na pwede natin i- ibalik sa commentary ng bata. It's all, it's all a game. There will be there, there will be a challenge, pero it's, it's a game pa din. Eventually, sa kanila. Kaya, grassroots program. Dapat pumalik tayo din sa ano. Umpisahan natin ng maaga. Uh, do they need to compete? They need to test their test test their skills. Yes. Uh, pero dapat talaga magaling magbantay yung mga referee. Importante yung lektor. So yeah, that's my that's my personal take on this. Balikan natin yung umpisa. Dun tayo magsimula sa ano sa kung saan madali pang imulde, madali pang ihulma. Malaking malaking tulong sa MMA scenes ng Pilipinas. Hindi man kailangan na nagsusuntukan agad sila, hindi kagad MMA, but give them a good really, really good fundamentals foundation sa, sa, sa combat arts. Okay. Uh, Coach, you mentioned it earlier already, pero can you tell us more about striking protocol? Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, striking protocol is a, is a workshop na, na, na handle ko. Uh, the, the, the idea behind this is uh, I, I share some uh, knowledge, skills sa pag-handle ng myths at pagtuturo ng striking arts. Uh, para kanino ba siya? Uh, ang unang-una kong kasing naisip dito is, have you seen ba yung madaming-madaming video before na, na pinag-piestahan ng MMA communities, nagsunod dyan na mga nakakatawang video ng nagahawak ng myths? Na, mm, yeah. Yung comedy, yung mga nagahawak ng myths na kung ano-anong kombinasyon na yung ibinibigay. So, isa sa mga idea is, kawawa yung kliyente kasi hindi niya nakukuha yung yung work na binabayad niya. At the same time, kawawa din naman yung coach. Yung, yung, yung coach in a sense na ang gusto lang naman niya is kumita kasi nga, uh, it's, ang, ang number one excuse kasi nila doon is fitness lang naman po yung tinutuho ko, kaya ganyan. You've, we've, we've all heard about it naman, di ba? So sabi ko, I, I think we should address that part. So yung mga coaches na mahulong na mag-hold na, na, na properly, this is to help you design a program para naman sa student or client mo. Meaning, hindi na kita tumamaghawak at I'm going to be helping you create the program. What's, what's within the program? 
uh, isang naging tatawa ang usapan ng clientes natin ng mga, ng mga attendees natin is after you attended the striking protocol workshop, yung part mo natin, sabi niya na, you can even teach a student ng one year nang hindi daw mauulit yung program mo. Kahit mag-everyday pa siya mag-classic. Kasi you will have so much options on what to teach. Kasi ang ibibigit sa'yo is not, not something na kakabisaduhin mo. But, but a concept, but a, a, an idea how to, to build up sa, sa tinuturo mo. So, yan yung number one. Ang alawa, this is for the clients na enthusiast. Gusto mo maintindihan bakit ganun yung binibigay sa'yo ng coach mo? Attend. Malaking bagay kasi at the same time, if you have doubts kung yung binibigay ba sa'yo ng coach upang mapanginabangan mo, join us. Kasi nga, maintindihan mo the rationality behind those movements. If you are a fighter, you can also join us. Kasi makikita mo naman agad yung natural tendencies ng kalaban mo because hindi yung combinations ay binibigay natin dito sa workshop is hindi, hindi siya ano, hindi siya hindi siya inimbento. It is something that naturally nag, na, na magiging preference ang tao kapag nag-i-striking siya. So if you see that, you will see a pattern. When you see a pattern, you can actually counter it. So yun yung naging idea behind the, the striking protocol. So we're lucky enough that we have uh, fighters and and former fighters, then fitness coaches and enthusiasts that want them to workshop natin. And so far, maganda naman yung response natin. Uh, lahat naman sila natutuwa. And yeah, ang, ang pride and joy ko is yung sinasabi nila it makes their life easier sa pagtutuwa. Yes, which is yun naman talaga yung idea ko. Kasi ulitin ko, lalo ba kahirap para sa isang coach na maghawak ng meets sa isang estudyante, okay. Sa pangalawa, sa isang araw, dalawa na sila. Na, sige. Eh, naka-apat, naka-anib ng estudyante, masarap yun para sa coach, kumita siya ng malaki, right? Nadagdagan yung kita niya, pero bungkas ba ang sarap pa ng gising niya sa umaga para pumasok? It's hard. Kasi magbog na yung katangon. Or, magiging, hindi mapapagod yung coach kung ang gagawin niya. O sige, mag-punch yung magkaroon dyan, panonohin lang kita. Which is, We're giving, we're deserving naman dun sa estudyante. I was paying para patuhuan mo ako, bakit nag-punching bag mo lang ako? So this time, because maayos yung programming, we're getting the sweet spot na sulit sa coach, nagbubog-bog. Then, the, the client is enjoying it because they're learning a lot of things. Gaya nga nabiroan namin eh. One whole year, let's, let's do the program. Aandar, hindi mauulit yung ginagawa mo sa atin. Medyo ambisyoso, no? Pero kaya, yeah, yun yung naging ano natin doon. Okay. Sige, Coach. So, to finish up, uh, anything you'd like to say to our listeners? Talk about your gym, any upcoming workshops? Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna be having a workshop this coming February. I think it's 20 yet yata. I'll have to double-check on that. Pakilagay uh, na lang dun sa kisahan natin, sa note natin. So, it's gonna be just Third week, basta third, after the third week ng Feb, ng Feb, mayroon tayong workshop. It's a strategy protocol one. So I'm inviting a lot of, uh, I'm inviting uh, coaches na who would like to to add up new things sa, 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 sa training program nila uh, to make life easier for them. Uh, no question, walang pretension, I, I'm not better than you are. It just turns out na mayroon system tayong nakita ang view natin, it is a glitch in the matrix. May nakikita tayong paraan 
to make things easier for everybody, uh, join us. If you are a fighter, if you are an interest, check this out. Malaking bagay ito. Maitutulong sa, 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 sa pag-explore nyo ng martial arts. Uh, then my gym, it's, uh, it's Roller's Lab. It's in Valenzuela City. If you, can, if you just check out yung SM City, Valenzuela, we're just a stone throw away from that place. Napakalapit namin. We're just along MacArthur Highway. So you you will not you'll never miss it. Napakadaling mahanap. Or uh, message me on my Facebook account. Medyo active ako sa Facebook. Not so much on the, not so much on my Instagram, but I have my Instagram. It's Gabay Malaya. My Facebook account is Gabay Forlales. Tapos, yeah, yes, that's it. And yan. Alert level 2 na tayo. Hopefully, by Feb 1, things will get better na. Uh, pero wala, wala magkukumpiyansa. Stay safe pa din, people. And balik na tayo sa gym. I'm asking, I'm asking people to support their gyms na. Not just me, but yung mga training facilities niyo. Tulungan niyo na sila. Everybody needs your help right now. Okay? That, that, that's something that uh, nakakamdamang pa para sa community. Importante yung tulungan niyo na yung mga yung mga coaches nyo, yung mga training facilities nyo, hindi lang, hindi lang kung sino yung sikat right now. It's not just me na nandito ngayon na sa interview. Something na energy na, na kailangan gawin natin. Okay, Coach. Maraming salamat. Thank you for your time. Okay. Appreciate ko kayo. Maraming maraming salamat. Thank you.